0: I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. We're talking about the Urban Web Series Explosion. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. You can find me and follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Lisa Evers Verified. And you can catch up on all of our Street Soldiers episodes on lisaevers.com, free of charge. Now, in this episode, we're focusing on the explosion of the Urban Web Series. Ever since the pioneering series Money and Violence um, attracted a huge following and lots of mainstream media attention many other filmmakers and videographers have gotten into the game and some were in it even before money and violence and helped to create the momentum that gave them so much push now the numbers of series and viewers is up the quality is up and so is the potential to make money the commercial potential is extreme but will they be able to go from the hood to hollywood and is this the beginning of a whole new form of street cinema that's what we're talking about on this episode of street soldiers let me introduce our Panel to you, um, Tafan Pop Dunn. He's the creator and co-writer of Project Heat. He is the founder of the Urban Web Series Awards. Yes, it's gotten so big; they have their own award show. Pop, great to have you with us. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Also with us is Clayton Davis. He's the editor in chief and owner of AwardsCircuit.com. He's also a film and television critic. Clayton, thanks so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Also with us is Shakim Shah Hines. He's the CEO and creator of Home of the Hitters. And his website is homeofthehitofstreaming dot com. great to have you on the show. Thank you, pleasure. I, I really appreciate it. Pop, when you see the explosion and the award series and the you know the show, the award show that you guys put together, what do you think is the reason for all this?
1: Well, actually, it's like with me being the creator of Project Heat and me knowing the the ins and out of creating the web series, it's a lot of dedication and hard work. So that's what made me actually create the, um, the Urban Web Series Awards to show the appreciation and dedication.
0: And show all the hard work that goes into it. Sha, you've been doing this since 2011 yes, ma'am. now for like about seven years. Yes, ma'am. And you have one of the most popular series that's out there. The Authenticity, it's expanding. Tell us about that. What gave
2: you the idea to get into it in the first place? Wow. <clears throat> to make a long story short, um, uh, I was incarcerated and they used to show The Wire. Um, when we used to go to the movie theater, and they would never let us see the whole one because they would wait till everybody come and then they would show the actual movie. And um, I used to watch how they used to have the young brothers from Baltimore, I mean, um, and his rawest element, in actually telling their stories. And uh, we didn't have that in New York at the time. And I said, if it's the last thing I do. I'm going to do something like that, and it's been working.
0: So it was actually The Wire. You're you're looking at the episodes of The Wire and going, "That's Baltimore." Of course, the housing looked different. Yeah. The whole, the yeah. some of the issues were very much the same, but it was just on a different scale.
2: Yeah, but when when you think about it, if you think about the places where we come from, uh, East New York, uh, Far Rockaway, Esmer houses, Flatbush, Church and Ocean, um, the housings may be different, but the people are the same. Clayton, in terms of
0: when you hear Shah say he was inspired by The Wire, which was a great classic on so many different levels, but really groundbreaking. What do you think about that?
3: Uh, I mean, that's the whole explosion of this whole web series movement It is an opportunity for the stories that aren't being told on network and, and cable television to be told now from the people that are in, entrenched in, the, in those cultures. And it gives opportunity to everyone to now have their voice heard and to speak to the world in a way they may not have ever been afforded to before. What
0: about in terms of the popularity? Because they're getting like like cable TV, some of these reality shows, if they get two million viewers, they think they're doing a great job. Some of the episodes for these these shows or these series are like four or five, six million viewers.
3: Yeah, I mean, streaming services are just blowing up in, in, in general. Netflix is right now dominating the scene, and right now with the streaming services, they are affording opportunity for the bottom lines of big networks like HBO to save money on, throw money down on a pilot that they may not have normally been able to otherwise. So now we have HBO picking up something like Insecure, FX picking up Broad City. All these shows are being picked up now, and BET just picked up their first ever web series. now. Bring in uh, to their uh, channel. It gives an opportunity for everyone to just save a little bit of money, see if this works, and they're coming in already with a built-in audience.
0: Right, they're bringing the, they're bringing the fans to them, and then they don't have to go through, like you said, that development period and put in hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars to develop the series themselves. But Pop, when you started, when you and your partners started, what did you? How did you? How did you figure out how to do it? I mean, because oh, even like TV news reporting and doing <laughs> a show, it's it's a learning process you, know, you kind of have to build up to it
1: well actually me and my partner Katie and Shah, we created a, a film company called Show of Films and we, we, um, we, we actually filmed our first full feature movie called Tycoon Devices Distinguished so we did that without any actors going to classes without Katie and Shah picking up the can even going to school for that they never went to school for that so we just did it and it, it got a little buzz but with me Creating Project Heat, it was actually people that wanted to write books about my my life, but I turned them down. And then after we finished the um the Tycoon, we was in the search of another project, and that's how I came with Project Heat. So you can, and, and you grew, you grew up in the Pink Houses, yes, which is a
0: NYCHA development in Brooklyn. Yes, so that's where you got started, and you went back there, and that's that's where you the series started.
1: Yes, it's actually a lot of stuff that I read, you know, read. I say stuff that happened to me and a lot of other people that, had, um, that lived in the projects that's not there to tell a story or they're in jail for a long time. So I did the reenactment of a lot of stuff and a lot of stuff like me getting shot. I've been shot twice, once in my face, once in my neck. And I did the reenactment of that, but I didn't do it. My sister that plays the character lady. She's the one that actually got shot in one of the episodes. So you use
0: some of the real-life real life occurrences yes. as inspiration for the story. Shaw, this is the question that people ask all the time because when you see, you look at these series, you're like, <laughs> they're not really acting. Those guys <laughs> really are out on the streets like that. What do you say to that? Um, True or false?
2: Or I'll take I the would like. I would like to say um, <laughs> that <clears throat> the filming aspect, straight entertainment. Um, the actors who are in it, uh, their real life. Um, and that's the beauty of of doing a web series. Um, you can take an idea. Now, I'm, I'm grown, but you have a lot of the little young guys that's on the corner. What I'm saying is that if I can go to them and reach out to them and have them think differently, plant the seed, and now you have this same young guy that's running around robbing people, now he's looking forward to filming. Now he's thinking about, damn, well, I can't go to jail because I know they're getting ready to blow. So I said all of that to say, Uh, This platform, the platform you provided, I mean, without you, it wouldn't be possible. So, yes, we are real people like myself. I did 17 and a half years in prison. Um, I have a bachelor's degree in behavior science. I have a master's degree in professional studies. And I do my own filming. I do my own lights. I do my own audio. I built my own streaming site. Um, At the end of the day, we're not waiting for Hollywood. If I can get 20,000 subscribers to my streaming site, Twenty thousand times ten is what?
1: 20,000.
2: A lot. I want to talk. I want to talk. Uh, talk me? about the streaming. But you but Clayton, what about? So, are they trying? The uh, no, it
1: totally. Real. And
0: we're going to talk about the business aspect. But I just want to get Clayton's take on what you said about they're they're not waiting for Hollywood. Is this kind of changing the whole business? The way digital, you know, the whole digital revolution changed kind of the music industry.
3: Yeah, there are two points to that. First, what what he's speaking about in particular has to do with education. Uh, we in in the urban community are not afforded the opportunity to all we know is about being in front of the camera right i want to be a big star like denzel washington but they don't know they could be the next bradford young uh cinematographer the first black cinematographer nominated for an academy award last year for shooting arrival they don't know that they can be the next joy mcmillan who edited the oscar-winning moonlight that won best picture last year we don't see that because we're not we're not exposed to those opportunities. So now with the digital platform, it gives people an opportunity to get behind a camera or get to become a sound mixer or, you know, be a costume designer, be all these different things that they never would have seen otherwise, other than what's been shown to them on their local televisions, in-house, or worse yet, when they're in prison.
0: So it's expanding them culturally?
3: 100%.
0: 100%. All right. This is Street Soldiers. (laughs) I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be back right after this.
1: What's up, y'all? It's your boy, boy. Rotimi. You're listening listening to Street Street Soldiers Soldiers with with Lisa Evers. Yes, sir.
0: Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about the urban web series explosion from the hood to Hollywood and back again. A lot is happening and we got a great panel to talk about it. Joining us is Tafan Dunn. He's the creator and co-writer of Project Heat. He's also the founder of the Urban Web Series Awards. Pop, great to have you on. Thank you.
1: Very Thank much. you so
0: much for being with us. Also with us is Clayton Davis. He's the editor-in-chief and owner of AwardCircuit.com. He's a film and television critic. Clayton, great to have you.
3: Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you, and also with us is Shakim Shah Hines. He's the CEO and creator of Home of the Hitters, and his website is homeofthehittersstreaming.com. Shah, great to have you with us. Pleasure, pleasure. Shah, in, ter- in terms of the storylines, let's talk <laughs> about that for a minute. Mm-hmm. Because Hollywood writers get a lot of money for to write scripts for TV series, even some of the so-called reality shows are scripted or the scripted reality mm-hmm. shows, these hybrids. Now, where do you get the storylines?
2: Uh, the storylines come from uh, various places. Um, growing up in NYCHA, in <clears throat> uh, poverty, uh, you see a lot of things, uh, a lot of things you go through in life. Um, so we sit down and we brainstorm some of the things that we've gone through, some of the things that we've seen our friends go through, and we build off of those things. Of course, we change names and things of that nature, but we're privy to a lot of things that Most of America isn't. So that's where we actually get most of our storylines from. But unlike Pop, who writes, we do all of ours improv. So it's a little more difficult because you have to be able to think on your feet. However, we'll take time. We'll break it into blocks. Whereas if someone couldn't memorize a paragraph, we'll do a sentence. Get that, we'll change the camera angle. Get this next block, change the camera angle. Get this next block. And when I put it together, you'll never tell that it was just three words, two words, one word. This kind of never, thing here. Kind mm-hmm. of like it the way we put some of our <laughs> stories
0: together. Pop, it works. Pop, in, 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 terms of, in terms of you, do you use scripts?
1: Uh, or do you use, like, season, outlines?
0: Or how did, guys, how did you guys deal with that whole issue? The,
1: um, the first season, I actually wrote. I wrote it out. But the second and third season, we did a, everything was Improv and we just like give the actors pointers to say, and they just intertwine that with a little freestyle and make it more authentic. You get what I'm saying? So with that being said, it's kinda hard just to freestyle and, and keep like the pointers, the, the, one main that you gotta, the main pointers that you have to say. Without
0: going left somewhere or going, right there. or.
1: And you gotta make sure, you, like if you do two or three takes, it's the same way, the continuity, the continuity should be on point at all times if you Clay, have a
2: hat on you can't have the hat yeah. off in the next one right, you're or a different outfit way, or different right, jacket or whatever Clay sure.
0: what about these the, the storylines because I mean if if we're looking at a bigger if we're looking at the bigger picture here some of the biggest movies America's always loved gangsters of various uh, generations or various cultures you know the shootouts uh, all that kind of stuff what do you what do you think about that?
3: Yeah well I think naturally especially in, in Hollywood what they have been drawn to is the black experience right or w- where has been shown as of recent movies like boys in the hood john singleton gets a best director nomination because it speaks to the black experience precious um, 12 Years of Slave Wins Best Picture, where I think we're moving towards, though, and I think Sterling K. Brown talked about this when he won the Golden Globe a few weeks back. He said, I'm looking forward to the point where I'm going to be cast as a role that doesn't call for a black man, it just calls for a man. America. And we're able to just put a black man in a role where the where the, the significance of my race doesn't matter.
2: Where it's not written in yeah. as a black man. And I
3: think that's where the stories are going. And, and it's very important that the urban digital market, where they are talking to their experience, They're what I think people are looking for is the story that transcends all genres, all different types of people that they can connect to, all these different types of stories. That's why Moonlight is so uh, successful. It wasn't just about the black experience. It was about growing up, uh, coming of age story, being gay, uh, having a drug-addicted mother. While the black experience was present, it wasn't all about that.
0: And then, guys, but in terms of the storylines, there's some people... And you, you both have been through the system, through mm-hmm. the, uh, the criminal justice system. Some people say that, you know, and this criticism has been made of a lot of hip-hop music, too, is that it's reinforcing stereotypes. What do you say to that, Shah? People say, okay, you know, you're looking at the characters. Every guy with a gun is a young African-American man. It's reinforcing these negative stereotypes. And where are the people that are coming out of the projects that have become the lawyers or have become the, you know, elected officials or have become, you know, whatever?
2: Um, in terms of law-abiding citizens. And you have you have a, a valid point there. But those same, you know, people will, uh, will be quick to say, uh, you're, 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 you know, you're stereotyped. This is, you shouldn't be showing this. However, those things in the community was going on before Shaw picked up a camera. Um, they will be going on after Shaw puts that camera down. Uh, my thing is to the critics. I don't see them at the back store on Beach 54th Street with the little gang dudes. I don't see those critics over there in lending houses. My thing is, when in Rome, do as the Romans. I tried to do some positive stuff. It didn't work. You know why? (laughs) Because society is built on violence, drugs, women. So what I did was I said, you know what, let me go with what I might have a problem with until I can do better. Now. We're in a position to do better now. We have the HIV movie that's coming now, which paints a picture of you have to think before you do certain things, and, to, and that
0: there's consequent consequences right. to your action. Pop, mm-hmm. what about the role model effect? Because it's all, it's also, you know, the thing that's happening w- within within a lot of the series, mm-hmm. and and yours, both both of yours, um, for sure, is you have generations too. Mm-hmm. You know, you have you have kind of like characters that are more or less the. Older brother, you know, kind of like the big brother, not necessarily the father, but mm-hmm. like the big brother to the, the guy, you know, gu- guiding him either the wrong way or the right way,
1: but schooling him nonetheless. What about that? Well, Ashley, um, in Project Heat, I want, I want the young youth to take, you know, lessons from it. So just in case they get into a situation that, co- that occurs, they know how to handle the situation. Because what goes on in, in projects, not only in pink houses, this goes on worldwide. You can learn from the, the you know, from the episodes that you see within Project Heat or Home of the Hitters or any other web series that's that's shedding light on, you know, what goes on in the NYCHA or the streets. And people that that's not from the streets, they could easily you know, get caught up in the streets. Clayton,
0: putting putting your critic hat on and looking at these from the outside, are there certain messages or themes that you see recurring through these the urban web series, the more the most
3: popular ones? Uh, I mean, yes. I mean, you the one of the screenwriting 101 rules, right? Is write what you know, and if that's your experience, that's what you know, and that's what you're going to have the most passion in telling. Um, the success of a film like Jordan Peele's Get Out is told from the social commentary of the black experience that can speak to whether you're a black man living in bronx new york brooklyn or if you're a black man growing up in minnesota or wherever wherever it is you live those those types of themes can transcend all different areas of the country and those are the things that people want to see more um but i think it ties deeper into Again, so speaking about education, but like uh, the black experience in women, the way those are depicted uh, suffer greatly. Issa Rae and in Insecure is a beacon of hope right now for many black women across the world. Ava uh, DuVernay is getting to direct a Wrinkle in Time, the first big budget one hundred million dollar film by a black woman. Nice. This becomes a conversation <laughs> that we need to have and show that the, the communities that you can be this it doesn't need to be just gangbangers and you know american gangster it can be something much more positive and that is not to knock anything that that depicts the truth of the hood and that's how it is i was born in bronx new york i know what it's like to grow (laughs) up in the hood right so but it's about like wanting to do better and knowing that you can do better than what you have in what you've been doing, and they
0: compete with. on an evil, e- equal playing field with everybody, mm-hmm. yeah, or right? try to compete because the, the opportunities
3: still... are not, aren't going to be there for everyone, so we mm-hmm. have to make our own avenues. I always credit myself, I made it on the internet because the internet has now afforded me an opportunity. There are only 230 paid film critic jobs in the entire country, and I knew I wasn't first in line to get any of them. Wow, so I had to create my own avenue for that.
0: That's fewer than uh, professional. Basketball. basketball players yeah. there's like 400 nba players that's, yeah. that, that's what you gotta that. do it yourself yeah
3: that's, you gotta either that or you gotta wait for someone to die and hopefully you can jump in And that's a horrible that's a horrible thing yeah. all
0: right i want to i want to talk about the, and i want to talk about the awards issue too and just yeah. how you know because obviously we're all fans of the genre and mm-hmm. and we love it but in terms of from the outside like the entertainment kind of snobs and the people that are in these award shows and you know that how are how are they looking at it will they ever give it uh, credibility and, and respect. We're going to talk about that with our panel. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be back right after this.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Salute. This is General Steele from Smith & Wesson. And right now you're listening to Street Soldiers with your girl, Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics and real people only on Hot 97.
0: Yeah. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're talking about the Urban Web Series explosion, and we've got a great panel for this. Uh Tafan Pop Dunn. He's the creator and co-writer of Project Heat. He's the founder of the Urban Web Series Awards. Pop, great to have you on the show.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Appreciate it. Also with us is Clayton Davis. He's the editor-in-chief and owner of AwardsCircuit.com. He's a film and television critic. Clayton, great to have you with us. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Also with us is Shakim Hines. He's the CEO and creator of Home of the Hitters, and his website is HomeoftheHittersStreaming.com. Thank you so much for being with us.
2: Pleasure, pleasure.
0: Sha, how do you make money with this? Or do you make money?
2: Yes, we've just started making money. Um, Prior to the streaming uh, situation, um, I've been doing web series for the last six, seven years without being paid for it. So you did it out of your own pocket? Out of my own pocket. You bought the equipment yourself? Bought the equipment myself, bought the lights, bought the mics and everything. Um, then it got to the point where as you, I was sitting down on so much material, uh, Beach Channel Drive, the miniseries, uh, Far Rock Away After Sandy, the miniseries, uh, uh, Home of the Hit is the web series, hey. episode one through 16, Home of the Hit is season two, episode one through 16, Juicy Thoughts, episode one through eight, 21 Dump Street, episode one through 16, the HIV. So what I'm saying is that it got to the point where, as I'm saying, we have a lot of material here. How can we actually get money? So I did my research and I went online. I was going to do an app first. But the coding with the app, it costs too much. So I said, what's the next thing? I thought about Tidal and Jay-Z. And my first intention was to get Pop, Respect Life, Mayhem, all of us under one umbrella. Because if you have all the powerhouses under one umbrella, and if Pop has 50,000, 70,000 subscribers, I have 35 or uh, uh, 40,000 subscribers, those equate to monies now with the streaming site. Uh, all of these different web series is on there, so now you can you can rent for ninety nine cent for forty eight hours, or you can purchase for two ninety nine and download it, or <laughs> you can pay ten dollars and see everything. So now, for instance, we're in New York. New York knows about. So home you're even
0: head. better than Netflix or the exactly. other ones. have to.
2: You have the, the ninety nine cent case. <laughs> it's a little tight at the end of the month. So so my thing <laughs> is, uh, uh, like you said, the scripts and all of that. Hollywood is one thing. They messed up when they brought the image quality of the cameras down. It's like giving a slave a gun and say, all right, you're still a slave. No. You put a camera in my hand where I can compete with you and I don't need to get money. I don't need a handout. If we get 20, 30,000 subscribers of the 50,000 that we have, 30,000 times $10 can feed my whole cast. Now, say 12 months, well, That's we have 50,000. a month, right? A month. So now... Two years from now, we have fifty thousand subscribers every month. Now, my thing is this.
0: Okay, let, let, let me. Get, okay, because mine the numbers are just yes mind-boggling. Pop, in terms, of, are you able to make money with Project Heat? How do you make money off it?
1: Right now, we was we was depending on YouTube, but we no. we ain't doing that no more because if you do the knowledge about YouTube, YouTube is not a good site to even get try to get paid from when you monetize your uh, your project. But now we we in the mix of. You know, we got a couple of deals on the table that's throwing us some some money. So we're in negotiation right now. Six figures? Yeah. Beautiful.
0: Six figures, all right, great. Beautiful. And you still owning part of it or Yes, we own everything. Creative control Everything. everything. Or anything like that? Clayton, when you hear these business models, (laughs) give us your expert opinion on this, please.
3: I mean, there's two two easy avenues to go down. Obviously, advertising is going to be the number one uh, thing that people are going to be drawn to. And that's what what, what makes you uh, money. Also, it's going to be paid subscriptions, right? Netflix invented the model, right? Uh, There's a show, uh, Brown and Sexy. The, uh, I'm sorry, Broken Sexy, that's on Black and Sexy TV. They charge $6.99 a month for their web series. Uh, you know, 6.99 dollars times 30000 <laughs> a month, that's bringing <laughs> in some, money. Uh, uh, some, some decent revenue. But I think more so than that, um, the, the content that's there has to be desirable. And I think what Hollywood is quickly learning, and it's glad they're finally learning it, that the black experience isn't just about... Gangs and the streets. Uh, there's a show, Brown Girls, that's about to go to HBO, that's about two queer women growing up and uh, coming to terms with their sexuality. There's more to the black experience than just like growing up poor. Mm-hmm. You know, we can have a conversation about. You know, I need to make money to to feed my family, but I have a pretty decent job. Or Issa Rae tells a story about like, hey, I'm just a girl trying to figure it out. You know, right. those are those are things that are accessible. Like a lot
0: of other girls. Yeah, like, we yeah, all trying to figure it out, there. Out, yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. it out. I got you. But, but and, um, Sean, in Sean, terms of the terms of the streaming though, and the money, and setting up the bank accounts, and all that kind of stuff. What about that? Um, are, are you afraid you're going to go too legit that you're going to lose that? Street edge?
2: No, because as long as they have street people that need help, we will continue to stay grounded. The, the bottom line is, um, you know, we think of Hollywood. We think of cable. We think of all these things. Um, they don't understand our experience. They don't understand that you have little guys out here who would rather put a gun in their hand than put a book in their hand. So, so, so my thing is this. As long as we can provide an avenue for somebody to look at me or look at Pop and be like, yo. You see that Bentley GT? He ain't sell drugs for that. You see that mansion he got in Westchester County? He ain't sell drugs for that. And then Facebook Live, when I have my whole cast at the car dealer, and we going to get homes. That's inspiring. Mm-hmm. All right. Clayton,
0: in terms of, do you, do you see them, do you see, you already said some of the major networks are looking to these web series yeah. as kind of, you know like the uh, NBA's D League it's like yeah. this is we're looking for the next big hot, <laughs> yeah. hot thing that's going to come six in six figures That's going to that's going to win us the win us the championship or help us win the championship but do you do you think there's this is a a fad or do you think this is a trend or is this part of it because of the technology that's available now
3: no i think i think this is where we're headed we're we we are living in a digital media age and it's only getting deeper in i think now um, It's becoming a business model that they're going to adopt more because they're going to say, we can save so much money on just letting them try to figure it out. Uh, Where it becomes attractive for people to do digital series is that creative control. Where the problem lies is that when HBO gets your hands on it, then you have to relinquish some of that mm-hmm. control. And then the story becomes different than, than, yeah. than what was being told. And that's a sacrifice that people have to make, or that they're seeing if they're willing to make that sacrifice. But then there are some people that, they they still get that control walking through the door. But there's oh, when, when money gets involved, then more voices come to the table. And that's where the conversation is going to go. Um, as more and more people start throwing their hats in the ring of digital content. In terms mm. of the
0: entertainment industry, though, because cause your site, um, your, your site, awardscircuit.com, you look at all these different film and television mm-hmm. awards show. You know the type of people that vote in those mm-hmm. vote for those awards. And, I mean, they tend to be, I would think, traditional, or if they come in and they're new to the industry, they adopt those traditional values yep. and whatever to, to succeed. How do you think they look at web series? Uh, Do they look at this as as if this is you know just a bunch of people with some cameras, some homemade video plus?
3: Yeah, um, unfortunately, that is, I think that is the stereotype right now. It's just you know YouTube guys, right? Like everybody yeah. wants to get on YouTube, and um, while YouTube. From a monetary standpoint, he brought up a great point. That is not something you want to try to live off of mm-hmm. to, you know, feed your family. But it gives you the most views because YouTube is what the number five site in the entire world. And the
0: search the way the search yeah. searches go, and you yeah. can
3: you can be discovered very easily there. Um, but I think as we see more Issa Rays and, and other people blow up in within the medium, then people will start looking and say, okay, maybe I can spend my time watching a YouTube show. Because right now, if you're sitting on your phone watching something, it's more than likely on Netflix. But that's changing. More and more people are discovering these series. On the net and wanting to be entrenched in that world, especially when they're so raw and honest, the way these two gentlemen. Because so so you can watch it on a big today.
0: screen if you're at home and you want to watch it on a big screen. It's easy to watch the yeah the, I, web, the web series. And I
3: think that will happen. is more, especially in the awards community, as more younger demographics uh, come in there. You know. I, I'm a member of the Broadcast Film Critics Association. We're 300 plus members. I'm one of uh, 37 African Americans that are in the in, it, and maybe like one of 20 there are Latin as well. So it's not it's not a very so pop in. twice. Co- yeah, well, yeah, I I, I kind of check both boxes for them. But um, I I think it's just the the nature of the industry. I think as especially as diversity becomes a a global conversation especially in today's political climate I think it will become even more evident as we move forward. As we de- definitely
0: mm-hmm. pop into in terms of project project heat it's been a while since you've been there at the pink houses.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you tell us about the evolution like how do you see the evolution and how have the storylines developed?
1: Well, Ashley, like I said um earlier um it's it's basically reenactment of a lot of stuff from my past, other people's past and at first, like when when we when I first started with Project Heat, I mean, it was only I only had eight cast members. Now, I have over forty cast members, and with them coming on board, they see the bigger picture. So now they like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my all into this. I'm gonna be dedicated to your project, and we're gonna make it happen. And they actually did. So. The little kids that's around there, they, 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 I mean, if you come on one set of me filming Project Heat, you would see over hundreds of people, even yeah. police, yeah, watching us do, you know, the filming and stuff like that. Because they so intrigued of, they want to know what's the next episode is going to be about, yeah. And what's going on like that? So there's, going there's on.
0: like a real, there's, there's like a real interest in it. What yes. about Desha? Um,
1: it's it's
2: it's a beautiful thing and. You know, you, you use touched base on you know um, Project Heat not being too much in, in the pink houses. Um, people evolve. Um, you know what I mean? You can only do so much in one location. So I basically understand with pop. And and just to touch on, you know, with the Hollywood and how they see us, right now, um, we don't care about Hollywood. We don't care about cable. <laughs> no, we really don't. At, at the end of the day, this is <laughs> our culture. Right. We want to paint our picture the way we see fit. And my thing is this. If I can get 50000 a month, 100000 a month, I don't need a billion dollars. What I'm saying is that over the year, me and my family is gonna eat, me and the community is gonna eat, and we are saving lives. We don't care. And it's, le- and <laughs> it's, and it's too legal. late. And it's legal. And no one's And gonna it's catch, legal. We and no one's taxes. gonna catch we not, We're, not less greedy.
1: Than... We're not greedy for money. Nah. Hip hop,
2: hip hop. I was there. I seen L.L. and them on Jamaica Avenue when they was talking about that ain't gonna last. The thing is, is that when you have people at the bottom, and you give them an opportunity, believe me when I tell you, Hollywood going to come knocking us, how many shows you got there? Let me get all that. Just shut us up. Because people are paying $200 a month for cable. You don't have to pay that on YouTube. Nope. You can pay $0.99 and see whatever
1: you want to see. So right. we don't and, care, Lisa. I, I, I want to say one thing. Like with, the, um, with the, like the, the Urban Web series, it's like we actually took over. real reality shows that's on TV now a lot of people don't even watch that they go right to YouTube because they want to see the the, the, like the the real story like the the rawness of episodes Ooh, authentic. and yeah I mean it's so it's so crazy it's so with true this. it's so
0: true because there's that there's that balance between we'll talk about that when we come back how to make a successful uh, web series with our guests this is Street Soldiers I'm your host Lisa Evers we'll be
1: right back hey what up y'all this is Lloyd the King of Hearts and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers real issues real politics, and real people only on Hot 9-7
0: you did. welcome back to Street Soldiers I'm your host Lisa Evers in this episode we're talking about the urban web series explosion is it a street cinema movement? Or has the hood gone Hollywood? Joining us for this conversation, Tafan Dunn. He's the co-creator and co-writer of Project Heat. He's the founder of the Urban Web Series Awards. Uh, Pop, great to have you with us. Pleasure. Thank you so much. Also with us is Clayton Davis. He's the editor-in-chief and owner of AwardCircuit.com. He's also a film and television critic. Clayton, great to have you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Also with us is Shaquem Hines. He's the CEO and creator of the web series Home of the Hitters and his site is homeofthehittersstreaming.com. Clayton, when you look at the great films and most popular TV shows, whatever their topic was, do they have certain common characteristics?
3: Yes. Uh, You you hit it already. Characters. They have to have real, tangible people that you can identify with, and that you can, uh, that feel real. One of, some of the most successful uh, urban films like Straight Outta Compton, nominated for Best Original Screenplay at the Academy Awards because these guys, this this story was real, full of rich, real characters. And they didn't need to throw in uh, a girl shaking her butt or anything like that in Mm -hmm. order to get people in the seats. They wanted to come to hear the story about people from the areas that they knew Come up in this industry, make it. Some of them fell, some of them rose. It, it, it becomes a, 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 a common effect. Um, besides characters, it just authenticity. If you mean it, then people will believe you. Uh, don't try to present something different than what, what's been what's being said. But it's, if it's if that's the story, that's what they want to hear.
2: Shaw, uh, what about that? Keeping it keeping it real, keeping it really real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, a lot of times uh, people don't have to go outside of their character to act in something like home and the head is because of the way people were raised. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like second nature for the most part. You know what I mean? We can, we can bring out a scenario and say, all right, this is it, and let me see how you, how you deal with it. And they're so used to dealing with it like that that it's second nature. It's, I mean, it's honestly um, from the perception of the individual, and we give them the leeway to actually be themselves, and it's definitely worth So you're
0: it. not like, okay, I think it would look better if you did this?
2: At the end of the day we put the scenarios out there and we are confident in the characters that they can bring forth what we need them to bring forth.
0: Pop, what about you? Are you are you ever worried about like some of the things might you know, to change the reality a little bit creatively, which you totally have the right to do to make it more interesting or more turned up or, you know, more more attractive?
1: Yeah, well we're not see me and my two partners Sean Katie, we have a writing session every day. So we'd be on the phone like for hours putting the storyline together and we know once we put the storyline together we know what character is going to play that character so with that being said um it's like the the characters already built they self but once we give them the pointers and once we give them the actually um you know actually the pointers they're going to nail it cuz they, they 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 know within themselves that, that that's how it is they're familiar with that they're familiar w- with
0: it they're familiar with yeah. that. So you're not you're not worried about like the like the authenticity or, or anything no, like that. N-
1: not at all because I, I have faith in my my my, um, my cast members.
0: And you guys are, and you and you have a writing team, which is kind of unusual yes, too. Yes, we do. That you have that many three people, all, all working
1: every day. Every day, not a day miss. That we don't we don't. That's why we consistent. Like our consistency consistency, is very on point. We put it out. We put a um, episode out every other week, but we film every week. Cause it take time for the editor, and you know, for us to you know, get K.D. He do the color correcting and that and that takes time.
0: Yeah, to, it takes to a do lot all, of time yeah. to do all those things. Yes. Clayton, in terms of the quality, let's talk about that. Cause this is one of the things you know, people at first the YouTube videos, you know, it's, it's somebody with a camera and the, there's light, then there's not light. It's just you know, the audio is bad, the whole thing. A lot of these, a lot of the series look very professionally produced. The video mm-hmm. quality is good. The sound is all good. <laughs> what do you think about the the, the, the production qualities?
3: I mean, uh, you you can't walk into a web series thinking you're about to see a big budget blockbuster. Even though big budget blockbuster directors are getting into the digital game themselves. Brian Singer, director of X Men, put out a digital series because it was about creative control. He wanted to put out his own story. But I think more than that, it has to be about what is the story being told. And while the focus seems to have, with these gentlemen in particular, is heavy on the authenticity, the, the story, the character. The street cred. And, and having the street cred intact, in the, the quality is always going is, to, is, may not look Next to a great big budget blockbuster, but it doesn't need to, and it has to be that diamond in the rough that a producer or someone from big Hollywood looks at and says, Okay, I see the potential because once the, we can evolve this, mm-hmm. it, it can look it can look That's completely different.
0: What do you think, Sean, in terms of the if for people who are aspiring to make their own web series, what advice do you have for them?
2: Wow, um, number one, <laughs> more so than anything, if you have. belief if you have a desire if you have a a, a dream don't let nobody talk you out of it that's number one because things don't happen overnight and you might have people that may be on board but if they don't see a million dollars in six weeks they fall off consistency um, I get, like, like Pop said, every other week, you can guarantee, you'll see a home of the hitter episode. But now with the multiple web series, and, and touching on what he said, with, with Hollywood, we're branching out. So this way we have something for grandma and them to watch. We have something What's for the. What's the one for grandma? Uh, uh, I Dream of Genie. We have the... a comedy. Yeah. Uh, we have a comedy show that's coming out from I Dream of Genie from back in the days where the genie comes out the bottle. We have some people who are going through hardships <laughs> and we laugh. I mean we. She comes out. She goes on the pole. She does a little bit. No, no. She has a sexy genie suit. <laughs> she has a sexy genie. She has a, a sexy genie suit on. However, the content. I Dream is, of Genie visits look, the. Hood. It's not violent. <laughs> right. Um, 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 we're laughing already. We're laughing. Uh, right. And for the most part, we're getting serious <laughs> guys who may be gangsters to do comedy now. So, I mean, at the end of the day, the consistency, the belief, um, and not listening to people. That's that's the bottom line. Because at the end of the day, they say luck is nothing more than when preparation meets opportunity. Let me say that again. Luck is nothing more than when preparation meets opportunity. And go to
0: homeofthehiddenstreaming.com. And com go to www. Because you w- can get w- the w- next will
2: be the motivational series
0: videos. <laughs> exactly. Pop, Pop, let's, Pop, let's, <laughs> Pop let me ask you about the diversifying thing. Do you ever do you ever feel the need to
1: diversify? No, not at all. I just feel like, you know, with with uh, with us being the way we are, you know, it's just that we we already built our brand. Number 1. Number 2, it's like we, as, as far as us black community, we've been through a lot, yeah. right? So we, we, don't, we, we can't just, you know, do one thing and then just do another. We, like you said, keeping it real, that's how we're going to keep it. And to touch on another thing, like with the Urban Web Series Awards, when I, seen, when, I, when I came up with that creation, you know, the first one was so, so, I mean, it wasn't no violence or nothing. Everybody was so happy just to be, you a know, given a word yeah. of it and just to be a part of it and being recognized. So that's why the second annual is going to be March 10th. I want you to come because mm-hmm. I got something for you. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> March 10th at El Miss. That's in, that's in Manhattan on 116 at um, Linux. And if you wanted to, like, for other web series that want to submit their um, content, go to urbanwebseriesawards.com.
0: And I think I think you got a perfect judge right here too. Yeah, that's right. Perfect yeah, that's critic right. It gives you like the official, the official. Clayton, in terms of the, just to come back to the title of our show with like the street cinema, yeah. the you look back like Godfather, you know that was that was a bunch of Italian gangsters and the right. Italian ghettos to start right. how it starts out. This this is part of a cinematic tradition, right? In yeah. some kind of way.
3: Yeah. I mean, or, or are we just? No, it, 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 it moves between genres. Like movies come in, the beauty of movies, right? It comes through different forms. The art is the interpretation of your reality told in different ways. So I think one of the things that you touch upon, you know, getting into this uh, industry or getting into anything you want to get into, I'm always going to say if you're hungry, Go eat. That's right. But That's right. Uh, but with that comes discipline as well. That's we right. can't just wait for it to happen. I have I'm going into my tenth year with awardscircuit.com, and for five years. I didn't do. I didn't make right. any money from it. Right. I didn't do anything like it, it, it was. I started as a guy who just liked movies and wanted to do it as a hobby, and then it became a reality because I put more work, That's more right. time, and there's sacrifices you have to make, and you have to be willing to make those.
0: And then just, just to get also too, because you're the aspect you're talking about too in terms of being a critic and being mm-hmm. somebody whose voice is heard and important. Yeah. The you you built that into a business now, right?
3: Yeah, because because my one of my pillars is to shine a light on diversity. Inclusion. Uh, it's not just about, you know, the big Hollywood movies. Yeah, Transformers is going to make the money whether I review it or not. It's about movies like Mudbound by writer-director D. Reese, a, a female black director getting t- to be able to tell a story that isn't just about, you know, slaves ending up, you know, killed yeah, somewhere, yeah. shackled. It's it, you know It brings uh, ideas about race relations and, and so many different things. There's tons of movies out there that are like that, tons of TV shows that touch on those aspects, and that's my job, is to make sure that people are aware of them and they can go see them so they can make more movies and TV shows. And
0: like the competition, that. you think, is good, just overall for everything, not not just, you know, of course, for society but it's really good
3: yeah there there, there's plenty of avas and d's and and john singleton's out there right now looking for the opportunity hollywood needs to give them a chance
2: there you go And, and think about it if 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 we have 10 million views on on our youtube page and you said well 10 million time a movie ticket we doing hollywood numbers He's like a beautiful mind. Look like, Ten million, you're very good with these numbers, me yeah? <laughs> <Good>. 10, <laughs> Ten million time a movie ticket. We doing Hollywood yeah. numbers. That's why I said at the end of the day, we're good. And so you and you and you feel like this is this this is kind of like this is this is a legal hustle. Legal.
0: And legal. it's we got so many taxes. other
2: layers to it. I mean, it's endlessly, it's, it's really endless. The same way Vegas was built, the same way Hollywood was built, the same way the black exploitation films of the 60s was built. Curtis Mayfield' grandkids are still eating off that. Wow. And we're trying to build that ourselves.
0: All right. On that note, I want to thank all of you for being with us uh, for this episode of Street Soldiers, Tafan Pop, Dunn, uh, Tafan Pop Dunn, creator and co-writer of Project Heat, founder of the Urban Web Series Awards. Thank you so much for being with us. Clayton Davis, editor in chief and owner of Awardcircuit.com, and film and television critic. Clayton, thank you so much for being with us. For me. Also with us, Shakim Hines, CEO and creator of Home of the Hitters and Home of the Hitters Streaming.com. Thank you so much. Thank you all for being with us for this really great episode. I appreciate it. Thank Thank you. you, Lisa. Thank you. And remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Let's push for peace.